Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. I took a little bit of a longer weekend to, well, first of all, to make you absorbed a longer episode. I know it might take time to listen through those. We don't always have all the time to listen to everything we want. But then also, I wanted to take some time off to think about where I want to take this podcast next. And as I was mentioning before, as I mentioned before, I want to tell more food stories to make you understand the food on your plate today much, much better and how it is different from what it was before and why certain foods are better than others and how the food gets to our plate, how it's made, uh, all these details to help you make better choices and to do choose uh, foods that make you better. And guys, also another news, over this weekend, I flew to the south of Russia and back. Well, I was planning to stay there for a week, but I didn't like it there. The apartment sucked and the whole place really was like Soviet Union without internet connection that means so much to me even though they said it was good it wasn't and then mobile uh even mobile networks like i had to actually go out of my place to get some connection and to call someone so that was bad but uh i got to experience what it is to fly in our uh, post covid-19 or covid-19 world uh and it was kind of funny you know just briefly will share with you a few episodes uh, uh before you enter the plane uh you are told to have distance between you you know 1.5 uh, meters or six feet. And then when you're on the plane, uh, on the way there, the plane was actually packed. So we were sitting next to each other like you usually would. Uh, And so what was all that, you know, distance about before entering the plane? Like what difference does it make, right? And then masks, you know, you are required to wear a mask. But once you're in the plane, and I hate those masks because you can't really breathe through your nose normally when you're in that thing. And so I would just put it on my chin. And that's what everyone was doing, because it's uncomfortable, nobody likes it. And it was kind of, you know, really funny, like, everyone um, would wear a mask uh, attached to their ears somewhere on their chin, and they they would just really talk to each other and to flight attendants. And um, also another, another one, uh air um airports kind of empty uh, a lot of flights are either not flying or being delayed or canceled or just not scheduled and it's like a ghost town you know just few terminals work in international airports and nothing is open you know you get your coffee to go there is nothing to do nowhere to sit so if you do plan to fly and uh, it's a longer flight plan to get some food with you because the chances are the <laughs> your choices they're going to be even much much less um, available than usual so prepare something um on the plane, also, they only serve uh, pre-packed sandwiches, no, like, food to choose, nothing like that, oh, again, because of the whole coronavirus situation, so be prepared for that, so again, prepare some food with you, nuts, 
and dark chocolate and maybe things like bananas or easy to eat fruit. Uh, those are probably the best options like mass free and uh, filling and uh, kind of good for you, especially dark chocolate. You know, uh, for my both flights, I was eating 100 grams, three ounces of uh, sugar free, all natural dark chocolate, 100%. Uh, you know, for the boost of antioxidants that our system needs going uh, through this journey on a plane where we are bombarded with extra portion of oxidants and radiation. So um, dark chocolate is always my companion. And I was able to get a good one at the uh, at Moscow airport, actually. And uh, so that was... Uh, uh, that was good. Um, also, I lost a couple of kilos um, uh, eating uh, almost entirely fruit and chocolate because uh, the place sucked. There was, uh, you know, nowhere to cook really. And so and so the takeaway, guys, is uh, even though you might be on low-carb diet, you think only keto works and carbs make you fat, uh, it actually very not true. Uh, it all depends on your overall lifestyle, on your activity levels, on how, how much food you eat. It's not the carbs. You know, I was eating a lot of carbs this weekend, but again, lost uh, quite a bit just because I was eating not a lot overall. And um, the whole, you know, stress of traveling back and forth probably didn't help. So, uh, yeah, so those just a few things I wanted to share with you. And now back to our podcast. On today's podcast, you're actually going to hear my conversation with one of my clients who we finished um, working just a month ago. Um, one of my clients from Switzerland, I met her while I was staying in Switzerland, in Zurich, and then we continued working uh, online uh, most of the time. And so she shares uh, her uh, most important um, lessons, takeaways, the value that she got from our coaching together. And the reason why I wanted to share this with you is not to, you know, promote my coaching, even though I am a fan of my coaching. That's why I do it, because I believe it helps people. It can help you. I'm a huge fan of coaching myself. Like whenever there is a problem, whenever I need to master something, I can't figure out something uh, in my business, in my entrepreneurship, or in my own self-development, I get coaching in one form or the other. I always do, because first of all, it saves time and energy for Googling, for figuring things out, for trying things that might not work and a lot of those things will not work. Um, instead, you just hire someone who gives you most probable successful answers and you usually save quite a bit of, again, time, energy, and frustration that otherwise you would experience just trying things on your own, Googling things without um, necessary, without necessarily a lot of background in the area. So it's just a huge time and energy saver. And that's why I do it. And it also, you know, as Anna, for example, shares, uh, the, one of the most important things you get from coaching is that structure that somebody gives you that makes seemingly difficult things and lifestyle adjustments or changing your diet easy like that structure that routine as an as Anna shares in this podcast that's what she got you know she realized that what she thought was so difficult uh, like you know eating the right foods not eating other foods uh, making certain choices taking care of your eating routine taking care of your of your meditation and other uh, well-being routines like meditation foam rolling good 
dry brushing. You know, she thought uh, so many things, you know, it's so complicated. But when she, when we worked through that, she realized that when it's all put into a good routine, that she, that suits her lifestyle it's actually not that complicated at all it's actually quite easy and makes you feel amazing so it's all worth it um a few you know other important takeaways uh, for that you're gonna hear from anna about is that um she finally realized you know what foods work for her what foods do not work for her and when she makes choices now around her food she doesn't do it because she has to be on a diet or she has to lose weight or she has to look certain way or like you know hit certain number on the scale no she does it because she loves waking up uh in good mood full of energy uh, feeling her best uh and that's so, and she knows what foods do that for her, what kind of lifestyle does that for her. And she knows that even when sometimes she might have lasagna on a friend's birthday or a piece of cake or, you know, some alcohol, she, yeah, she's not going to feel that great the next day, but she knows how to get back to her good place. And her good place, when she wakes up full of energy and in the best mood uh, ever, feeling her best self, like her good place, she knows how to get there. And it's so much better than um, the place where we get after treating our body not that well with some junk and just you know, neglecting some of our body's requirements for its well-being. Um, so these are some of the takeaways. But without further ado, please tune in to this conversation. You might find a lot of similarities. You know, one of another Anna's insights was that she thought that her problems with food and lifestyle and mood and, you know, all this weight and other negative things, she thought she was alone in that. Like she, uh, that she was the only one who had problems around food. But I did. Well, most of us do in our screwed up food environment and we can fix it. All of us. It's going to be a little bit different for each of us, but we can all do that. And what's on the other side, feeling and looking and just feeling our best, that that's worth it. So without further ado, tune in to our conversation with Anna. Communicate clear what uh, coaching can do for people, like for all of us, you know, no matter mm -hmm. what area of life we are trying to improve or like what kind of even benefits people can get when they change their lifestyle when they figure out what works for them but um a lot of times you know it's just from my side so i wanted to record something from from the side from the other side you know from your mm -hmm. side what it did for you what it does for you still and um whatever you uh you know you have in your mind just share that and that's the only thing um, I'm asking for, and that's going to be also like really, really valuable for me since okay. uh, I'm always also trying to, you know, to learn how it helps people and what I can do better. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess I wanted to start with like, why did you decide to um, get um, a coach and work mm -hmm. on some of the aspects of your lifestyle, like nutrition and, you know, other aspects? Like, why did you decide to do that? Um, because I'm someone who's always like looking or searching for answers and also because I realized that there's lots of things like depending on nutrition 
if you eat well, you, you feel better. And I'm very interested in nutrition. And then I came across your, it wasn't, it wasn't the, not Facebook or something, but I, I found you on the internet and the things you were talking about keto and fitness really appealed to me. And this is why I contacted you. And it was really fun to find out that you lived in the same city as I did. So that's why I got to you. Um, and what specifically did you want to improve? Because we usually, you know, we are searching for something when we feel like we need to change something exactly. to improve something. So what was it for you? Because uh, nutrition is something that always interested me. and. I'm someone who likes Googling things and finding out. And there's so many things out there in the nutrition world. Fitness or not fitness doesn't depend, but to put it bluntly, it's like aubergines or eggplants are healthy, eggplants are not healthy the next day. You know, there's so many information out there and you don't know where to start or what to believe. And then you try to find and test it on yourself or... You know, and then that's why I wanted someone who has the same mindset or the same ideas about food to teach me, to make the guessing game less, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, you know, like for me personally, uh, I, I love nutrition for sure. And, you know, I'm curious about food and lifestyle and fitness. But for example, for me, always what was one of the drivers is I always wanted to feel my best, like every day, you know, I wanted to, I want mm -hmm. to wake up and feel like full of energy and that uh, whatever can come my way, I can handle that. And that's, you know, why I uh, personally practice so many things and always try something new. Mm -hmm. um, so was it for you something like that too, or uh, it was just out of curiosity, you wanted to figure out a better way? No, actually, it was a health condition with me because um, I got this condition called lymphedema when my left foot is swollen. And also, once I found out that it can be changed with nutrition, and it was like fasting for seven days, like on a juice fast, which my partner did at the time. And I thought, well, I could never do something like that. But I did just for fun to find out. And I was quite shocked to see the result, result, what nutrition or lack of it can do to your body within a short time. And all the fluid which was in my body was gone. And from there on, I was like trying to find more out about that. So that meant for me some nutrition, some food, groups would help you with that or will hinder that so that was like my my journey for years trying to find out how this could be changed that was my my first motivation and also of course finding out that if you eat healthfully this was a process of years and years when you put you know you you skip junk food or whatever it makes you feel so much better. And when you go back to that, those ways again, you feel bloated and bad and miserable, like in my way. So this is something which has always been of interest to me. Mm -hmm. um, and what would you say was, uh, I don't know, the most surprising or the most valuable like lessons that you learned while we were working together? The most valuable lesson, there were many actually. I mean, it's like 
you always think, I think people in general think, oh, I have so much things to do. I can't do them all at the same time or every day or whatever. And with you, I've learned that you can incorporate everything every day, even if it's for a short time, you know, it's not just food, but, you know, getting regularities like with meditation, maybe, or like dry brushing, you introduced me to that. So it's like getting things done in a very short time and putting your mind to it and do it mm -hmm. like best first thing in the morning and then not to worry about it anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. have some sort of structure even if you are stressed and think okay I'm going to do this now bam 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 that's done for the day and I can tackle on the day now because I'm ready that's like one of the most revelations I had actually with this process mm -hmm. so um, I guess what I'm hearing is what was valuable for you is Uh, learning how to incorporate different lifestyle changes in your life, no matter how busy or stressed it mm -hmm. gets, right? And also having now a system, somewhat like something more structured that you can understand and wrap your head around. Mm -hmm. um, so th that's, you know, when I work with someone also, like either I'm coaching someone or I'm coach with someone, I also find that's like one of the most valuable uh, things is that there is a structure and you can follow a process, a process that gonna not necessarily give you results like right away or on some schedule, but it will give you results over time when you are consistent. Exactly. So cool. Um, and did you learn anything new about food? Because I'm always, you know, trying to, like, food is my passion. I'm always trying to bring mm -hmm. some knowledge about mm -hmm. it. And, um. Yes, I've learned different things about these different food groups. I mean, I was always, I was also already into keto, but not like that religiously. But it just, I found out that, you know, the carb things, it's not carbs are bad, but when you manage these things, that how you can achieve things. And the new thing I really learned is like that I could go on for hours without food if I add the right food and that I, my body starts to cringe when I get something that it's no good for me. I mean, my, my body tells me, oh, no, this is too sweet. Why are you eating this? Or this make, is going to make you hungry again in an hour. So stay off it, you know. It's like there's so many different different things I've learned also food types maybe that I would never have considered like you know like fish doesn't always have to be fresh fresh it can also come in a can which was really like whoa cans <laughs> I'm not buying cans you know so many different things I mean how much time have you got I mean I could list so many things it's like it's like thinking outside the box and not going down the regular way of what is healthy what is not healthy you know Mm -hmm. uh, I remember uh, you also, well, in general, you know, what I hear from you is you became more in, in, like, in tune with your body when it comes to food. You understand better how different foods affect your body and what works best for you or, mm -hmm. you know, not so good. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, once you were telling me about a birthday party or something like that when you, uh, when you had food that, uh, you know, you decided not to have any more and you just wanted out of curiosity to see what's going to happen. Would you mind sharing a little bit of that? No, I don't. Actually, I was invited to a dinner of friends 
and I didn't want because that's my thing at the beginning or still maybe I don't want to put my food beliefs on other persons if I'm mm-hmm. invited for dinner I don't want to give give them a list what I eat what I don't eat because I thought ah it'll be fine I just leave off what I can't eat so actually there was like <laughs> a lasagna you know mm-hmm with lots of pasta and cream and everything. And of course, we had a glass of alcohol. And I thought, ah, it's going to be fine. And the next day, I felt really bad. I felt grumpy, miserable, bloated. And I thought, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's just not worth it. Because at the beginning, it's like you think, oh, my God. You can see the whole list of, I can't eat that. I can't have that. That's not good for you. And it, it puts you off. You think, what's the bloody point? Shall I just maybe get my grave and jump into it now? <laughs> you know, now it's like, what for? And now it's like the other way around. It's like, now I prefer this. And I'm sure it's going to happen again because you can't always avoid things. But then I know what I have to deal with. And it's like, I prefer to be getting up in the morning and being in a good mood. Believe it or not, I wasn't always like that. You could ask my husband, he would vouch for that. I'm not a morning person and I'm grumpy and everything. And now I get up and I feel good and refreshed and ready to take the day on. And that's got lots to do with what I put into my body. I've always heard about it. And I thought, yeah, right. You know, (laughs) just saying this to make it sound good, but I can actually now just verge for that and say it's true it's true yeah you know my like my it's one of my I guess biggest personal motivations too like I like to wake up in the morning and feeling like I'm I'm ready to go you know I I I know how it feels when I eat I don't know like a piece of cake or something or I overeat some foods that I know don't work for me like Mm. dairy products like just don't work for me and I woke up in the morning feeling heavy low on energy Mm. and kind of like grumpy on the whole world because I feel that Mm. way and I definitely you know don't feel like doing much on that day or like doing a lot of things with other people or doing Mm -hmm. something creative and that's my biggest motivation now, you know, when uh, at night sometimes I might feel down or something low on energy or something not really working out, you know, I'm stressed and I have this thought or maybe I should go for ice cream or something, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember, but I don't want to wake up in the morning, you know, feeling mm-hmm. worse. I want to feel better. And that's what actually stops me exactly. on most occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> uh, that's, I guess, you know... But but I think also, you know, it comes with a little bit of time. Like, it's not overnight change. Would you yeah. think so? Of course. And also, I think my advantage, let's put it this way, was that I already have put so much work into it before and already tried different things. Because it can be really scary. If, if I imagine someone wants to change their lives or lifestyle with food and they would have to start from the bottom without even having heard anything of this kind of lifestyle it it could be really daunting because you really think oh my god i will have to change every single thing in my life mm-hmm. but it takes time it's a process i mean I've, I've, i was on and off dairy for for years and oh this is not helping in combination with that oh okay i'm not eating meat anymore and, and it's like so restrictive and now i have this like recipe and also shopping takes so much less time because I know 
I can easily go through all the, I call them the drug dealer, you know, <laughs> places like all the milk and chocolates and biscuits and crisps. I don't even glance at it anymore because it doesn't interest me, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I know exactly, okay, I'm looking for protein, what kind of protein, and I'm looking for veggies and whatever. But it's like bam, 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 in and out, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean. I've spent so many years trying to find out what kind of combination is best for my bo body. And also everyone is different. There's no one way. You, you, I'm sure you agree. Mm -hmm. It's not just one recipe for everybody. You need to find out what works for you best. But once you find your way of eating, you can also go out and have, a, you know, this piece of chocolate or cake or whatever. And you don't even enjoy it anymore, but it's like, yeah, it's this and this person's birthday. I might as well. And then it's like, mm, I could have, have gone without it but it's not like a huge problem and mm -hmm. you think oh my god everything is going down the drain now <laughs> it's just it doesn't matter anymore you don't you don't spend all these thoughts about oh how much calories has this is, is this a good idea if i take mm -hmm. this now or not or whatever because you you find out eventually i mean we've met end of january and now it's end of june nearly mm -hmm. so i mean it's a process and it's like, you know, it can something you can go back to. You get your strategies, preparing things, food, take with you wherever you are and you, you're good to go, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, you find your way and then, yeah, and then you know what works for you. And mm -hmm. if sometimes you get off this, you know, it's not a big deal. You know where to come back to to feel good mm -hmm. again. So. Uh, yeah, the same, you know, for me now when I eat a cake, like maybe on my birthday or, you know, some other celebration, not a big deal. You know, next morning I get back to my normal routine. Yeah. And, I get right and also, I, I also think, what's the big fuss? You know, it's like, yeah. it's something I used to really love. And my, you know, my whole brain was, you know, evolved about chocolate, that chocolate, that. If I don't have my chocolate bar, I'm not going to be able to do this. And now it's like chocolate. Okay. Not interested. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can totally relate. You know, I used to look forward to like my birthdays or those big celebrations mm -hmm. with like, you know, when you are allowed to like indulge, mm -hmm. allowed by someone, I don't know who, <laughs> uh, allowed to have a cake or ice cream or whatever. And now I I'm, I feel like so nourished emotionally, mm -hmm. mentally and physically that I just have no desire to put that into my body because I just don't need it, you know, mm -hmm. to manage myself emotionally or um, physically. And that, that was actually also like very liberating for me because I had a huge sweet tooth, like, mm -hmm. my, yeah, I could eat like a whole cake with no tea, with nothing, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing. Um, That's okay. Is there anything else uh, you'd like to add or you know, anything? Um, we've been talking about lots of nutrition now, but there's like so much more than only nutrition. I mean, as I said, with like the dry brushing you introduced me to, or like the, you know, black roll meditation, which I already had been doing and yoga, which is now a part of my everyday life. If I don't have time to do workouts, which I really love normally, I just do my 30 minutes power yoga, always the same video you know because now i can do it in my sleep and it's like it tells me it tells me a lot about how i'm doing if i'm like really stiff like 
like I don't know what I know. Oh, oh I need to you now relax a little bit. You know, there's so many things apart from food, but it all comes together. And mm-hmm. as I said, it's like it's like this little safety blanket. It's like you've got your little checklist without being obsessive or everything, because it comes just it becomes a routine. At the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm, I don't have time to do this. I'm going to do it in the evening. Then, yeah, right, as if I'm going to go mm-hmm. to bed and I'm sleeping, you know. Oh, sleeping is something else we haven't talked about. That's also something yeah. that's changed, getting routines. For someone who's doing different shifts, it's you You always think, I can't get into a routine with sleeping. But even even that, if you think about it, I mean, introducing earplugs which I now really do even if I'm at home alone and no one's snoring next to me mm-hmm. still it's like I always put to it I would have never thought of that it's like okay I don't have jet lag I'm at home or whatever but it's like when I forget to put it in it's like oh I need my earplugs you know it's like quality of life and how to achieve it without having to change your whole life but aspects of it and then when you see the benefits and then you go your old way whatever whatever reasons your body will tell you no 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 Mm -hmm. can we go back there please this is my comfort zone now it's like first it's like getting out of your comfort zones and you know maybe letting go of your safety blankets whatever that is it may be it's alcohol maybe it's chocolate maybe it's whatever else but it's like Knowing what works for you makes you, I can talk about myself, and it makes me so mm-hmm. much calmer and relaxer. Also in stress, stress situations, it's not that I don't have to run to the cupboard and stuff my mouth full with food. I can tackle it differently, you know. It's, it was not only just a coaching for what food shall I eat or shall I not eat, but it's just the whole change of lifestyle you helped me achieve which I'm really grateful for because it's really a life changer I can really say that thank you really appreciate yeah, you saying that true, yeah. and you know I'm glad I was able to help you to cope better with life because I think mm-hmm. that is even more important uh, uh, than you know food or or even any kind of uh, you know lifestyle change that how we mm-hmm. deal with life that's like the most valuable life skill i think mm-hmm. uh, uh you know about sleep i remember you were telling also uh you told me about caffeine like uh how oh, yeah how yeah when you switch to the coffee your the quality of sleep improves yeah. but that that's the other thing again it's like always this oh the fear of losing things or not having my coffee because there's not a thing coffee is good coffee is bad but most of the time you read it's like oh coffee is no good it's like yeah right now I have to give up coffee and alcohol and everything just to be (laughs) like you know you get really like but then I would have never thought of that because I like my capsules of coffee in the morning and I switched from from coffee to decaf in the afternoon and now actually I don't think I would be able to tell if it's decaf or not so mm-hmm. such a small change and it makes a difference you know and if I'm out somewhere and I feel like a coffee in the afternoon I just ask for decaf which I would have never occurred to me you know it's like why would someone drink decaf and also it's not that I need coffee to wake up it's just like a habit it's mm-hmm. like 
I have this meeting, or I have to prepare, oh, I need a coffee. It's like, you know, preparing. I'm on, I'm busy, I have to do work. And if I have my coffee, even if it's decaf, it looks the same, it tastes the same. It's fine. That's what I mean with this, these changes that you don't have to give up things, but maybe just do it differently mm-hmm. to relax your body more. Yeah, I mean, you know, substitutions is is huge, you know, like, I also I like to have a lot of like different warm drinks, right. But for example, mm-hmm. in the afternoon, I personally like to switch to like tea, and I just like mm-hmm. to have something in my stomach, something warm. And mm-hmm. if at night, I feel like coffee, I drink the cough. And you're absolutely right, you know, it tastes the same, but it doesn't interfere with my sleep. And I'm very sensitive to caffeine mm-hmm. at night, if I, you know, it, it interferes with my sleep if I drink coffee caffeinated so yeah and those small details you know or for example I love chocolate but now instead of some sugary chocolate I eat dark chocolate all the time yeah Yeah. and then and then I can't I don't know about you but now when I have regular chocolate or dessert somewhere it's like god you don't realize how much sugar is in everything unless you stop eating sugar and then you think how disgusting how did I eat so much sugar Mm -hmm. and then craved even more but yeah I, I, i'm not saying everyone should do this or do that i'm always talking about myself when i say mm-hmm. things now it's like i don't think I, I i would ever go back to the way i was eating sweets before and it was always some addictive things I and mean, I, mm-hmm. I always thought there was only me i remember even when i was a child or like when we went on holidays, I mean, it's like then you eat like so much sweets. It's like, and you put on so quickly weight because you eat something and then not not long after you you need some more. It's like mm-hmm. an addiction. And then later on, later I really found out that's something that really exists. And I always thought it's just me that I'm this sugar monster who who needs sugar to live, you know. And it's now I've yeah. goodbye to this sugar monster because I don't really miss it anymore same here you know I thought that I had some problem with that but I just realized you know well first of all I realized that that kind of food is not supposed to be in a human body on a regular basis Mm -hmm. because uh, it's designed to make our brain addictive and just some people they have those neurochemistry that makes them more um, like some susceptible to those addictions mm-hmm. some people don't have it but it kind of like works the same with addictive properties on everyone and uh, you realize that okay you gotta like you know break up with that and mm-hmm. do something else most of the time um yeah like you know some people are okay with a little bit for me it's like all or nothing better <laughs> so that's why <laughs> I'm, I'm go for dark <laughs> Yeah, so the, it's different, you know, you're right, different for every everyone. Um, but again, I also believe that for everyone, there is a better way. And if someone doesn't feel like they are feeling their best, like, you know, there is a way to improve it for everyone. Mm-hmm. And usually, uh, again, why I, for example, go to someone when I have um, a problem that I don't feel like I understand, you know, a, a lot about, uh, it's always... For me, it's, it's great to go to someone who already done it, who've been there, who knows much more. So now they save me so much energy and so much time. So I don't have to like get through, you know, the same mistakes that mm-hmm. I could easily avoid with somebody else's advice. That's, you know, why I usually seek advice when I need to solve something in my life. Yeah, that's also, yeah, that's also why I was 
contacting you because like oh because you know most like you're you're you do lots of fitness or you could tell that by the page i was looking when i came across keto food and fitness because i do lots of sports i wanted to find out what nutrition helped me best and everything and uh, that's the other reason why i contacted you because it's no like all this artificial improvement, keto, blah, blah, or no keto, doesn't matter, but all this powder's there. And, you know, that whole food is something which is really close to my heart. And combined with keto, this sounds like the way to go for me, you know, mm -hmm. because I like fresh vegetable and meat and eggs and everything, and then do something with them and not pre-packaged too sweet things, products, diet products, products people think they, they're going to help them lose weight or whatever, you know. Yeah. Well. You don't find that much out there, actually, because I was looking for a coach for quite some time. But then it's like, especially because of with my lymphedema, it's like people don't know what it is and do they, ha do they know how to deal with it or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's, it worked out so much and, you know, health-wise and everything, it's just incredible. Good, you know, I was, thank you, and mm. uh, I was happy to be a part of your journey and help you as much as I can. Mm. Um, and, uh, and you know, whenever you have a question or there is something you'd like more help with, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm always, you know, you. more than happy to help. So um, anyhow, you know, thank you for this feedback and taking the time to share your story, You're your welcome. experience. Really appreciate it, Anna.